my name is Jasmine Cyrus. I am 28 years old, and I'm from Virginia Beach. I moved to Topeka um, about two years ago. I'm a single mother of three children. Olivia is 13, Kimberly's eight, and Jice is seven. I was really hesitant about speaking tonight. <laughs> I had to pray on it first, but after praying, I felt it was something the Lord really wanted me to do. Um, I do pray that you are all blessed by it. Um, I grew up in what I used to think was um, a normal household. Uh, later on, I realized how unhealthy my home life was. Uh, my mother had multiple jobs, and my father was a foreman for a sprinkler company. Um, oh. Okay. My father was not a Christian during most of my childhood, um, but my mother was. Neither of my parents knew their father, um, which really affected them deeply, um, even in, in their parenting, me and my brother. Um, my father was an alcoholic, and my mother was struggling with unhappiness. Her frustration and pain always manifested as anger. She had not envisioned having any daughters. She constantly reminded me how she favored boys and did not want a daughter. This caused me to feel unwanted and unloved by her. There were times I wished I was a boy. I often fe felt jealous. Um, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, I often felt jealous of my brother. Um, there was constant arguing in my home between my mother and my father. Holidays ended with Christmas trees being thrown out in the front yard, arguments or holes being punched in the wall. We lacked unity as a family altogether. I had a lot of suppressed pain growing up, and um, there was just constant strife. And um, <clears throat> that suppressed pain caused me to explode in anger most of the time. With the environment of favoritism that was perpetuated, perpetuated my brother and I did not develop a close relationship, um, and therefore we did not reach out to one another in comfort during all the things that were happening. Unfortunately, that bond still has not been developed between my brother and I. I spent a lot of alone time in my room. Um, around the age of five, I began experimenting with self-pleasure. I can remember being very curious about sex. I somehow got a hold of a few inappropriate movies that opened up the door to perversion in my life. At nine years old, I reached puberty, and my hormones were at an all-time high, and that is when my mom and I really started to butt heads. Um, I began fighting back um, and became very defiant and disobedient. I was very mean to all the people around me. Um, things went quickly downhill in my life at that time. I started to get into fights at school. I was skipping school to hang out. I had about 13 referrals in school suspension, out of school suspension, and was constantly in the office with the resource officer. During this time, I was suicidal and apathetic. I was taking numerous risks experimenting with weed and alcohol. When I was about 12 years old, my mom and I got into a physical fight. That night, I ran away to a friend's house and uh, my mom packed up all her things and moved to Georgia to be with her sister. I stayed behind in Virginia with my father. After my mom left, I began engaging in promiscuous behavior. I was 13 years old. 
um, when I started sneaking out at night and sneaking my then 14-year-old boyfriend into my room at night. I lost my virginity at 13. It sent me to, into a downward spiral of habitually feeding my flesh. Seeking sexual pleasure became my main focus. I started watching pornography daily. Uh, my parents had no idea what I was doing. During the time my mom was gone, my dad had really struggled. Uh, but in that struggle, God captured his heart and he got saved. One night after my mom had moved to Georgia, I was lying in bed and I had a candle lit on my nightstand. My dad walked by my room and said, Jasmine, put the candle out before you go to bed. I said, no. So he said it again, put the candle out before you go to bed. I'm not sure what the conversation was like after that, but I remember really going off and throwing the computer chair at him. I remember his face looking just so shocked but the most memorable part, memorable part, though, was the next day when I woke up, he had purchased a brand new bed set for me, and I could not understand why he did that. I actually was saddened by my behavior because it didn't make sense why he did that for me. I remember thinking, why would he get me a gift when I was such a bad daughter? And even as I type this, <laughs> my, light, uh, my heart lights up because I know that it was only through God's love that he did that for me. At that moment, I believe I felt conviction even though I, had not, I was not yet a believer. That moment is special for me. I realized as I got older and had my own relationship with God, that was my first real encounter with him, and he used my father. Shortly after this encounter, I found out I was pregnant with my daughter, Olivia. Um, I was still 13. Uh, my parents were enraged and saddened, and at this point, I was still not saved. My mother moved back to Virginia when she found out I was pregnant. She pushed me to give Olivia up for adoption, while Olivia's father um, wanted me to abort her. My mother reminded me daily how I messed up my life. I was now a statistic. She was completely embarrassed to be seen in public with me while I was pregnant. My father didn't say much, but I knew he was sad as well. And my suicidal thoughts were at an all-time high by this point, but I knew in my heart that I was going to keep her. I had someone to live for. My mother told me if I didn't give her up for adoption and decided to keep her, then I would be taking care of her on my own. So I did. I started writing local I started writing letters to local businesses to see if anyone would hire me, and Chick-fil-A responded. Not only did they hire me, but they also threw my baby shower for me. By working, I was able to pay for the things I needed for my daughter. I enrolled in night school at that time so I could work during the day and go to school at night. And God was with me um, all along, even though I hadn't acknowledged him yet. Olivia was born in January 2006. About six months after she was born, I accepted Jesus as my Lord and Savior. While some things changed instantly, um, like my heart um, turned from stone to flesh, I was more compassionate and caring. I now was having conviction um, when I was doing the wrong things. My sexual sins remained the same in a constant battle for me. I was deeply entangled in pornography and self-gratification. Even though the relationship had ended with Olivia's father, we continued to be intimate until I moved on to my next boyfriend. He was a couple years older than me and had already graduated high school. 
I would sneak him into my room at night and eventually skip school for about a month and a half to be promiscuous with him. I was forging notes to my teachers and principals on, behalf, on my parents' behalf. I eventually got caught by the school who then notified my parents, parents of my six-week absence. I continued being intimate with him until I met Jason Kim's father. A lot of tumultuous things happened and while we were together, he was not a Christian. Although I wasn't walking very closely with God, he and I had different, very different viewpoints. He was angry and aggressive and came from a culture where women did only as the husband said. We had lots of conflicts, including him not accepting my eldest daughter, Olivia. In the midst of this chaos, I found God again. We were preparing to get married October 31st, 2015, but God spoke to me in early spring of 2015 and told me to end the relationship. I was so afraid of what people were going to think of me. I mean, how was I going to pay for my children or live on my own making $10 an hour? As a result of my fear, I did not leave him. And in July of 2015, he and I got into a physical altercation, resulting in the police being called out to our apartment and my children being traumatized. It was a really hard day. Um, but God held my hand through it all. That first night with him gone was the most peaceful sleep I had in a really long time. A couple weeks later, a job I had not applied for called me and offered me a job making $15 an hour. I still continued to struggle with sexual promiscuity after this, but had not watched any pornography since. In 2018, I committed myself to staying sexually pure. Through sanctification, the Lord has continued to make me more and more like him. Through his prayer and his power, I no longer crave self-pleasure. I love my parents dearly and do not harbor any unforgiveness against them. It took me a while to realize they are hurting and broken as well, and I choose to extend grace to them. My mom and I are working on healing our relationship. My dad and I are still very close, although he, st he fell back and is struggling with alcohol again. My walk with God is now the closest it's ever been. Um, God is ever present in my life. He is working on me every day, and I am thankful and blessed to know him, to have him. In all my experiences in life, I have learned a lot, and I would like to leave you with a few words of encouragement. Uh, number one, there is hope on the other side of fear. If God gives you direction, be obedient and trust him. Number two, draw closer to him, and he will draw closer to you. Um, and number three, you are not alone. God is always there with you. Thank you. Oh, forgot about the slideshow. <laughs>